You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. It's halftime of the show, folks. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next two hours, and I'm having a good old time. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Dave Shepard is coming to you live from New York City. We've had a busy night so far, and we're going to keep it that way. We've been able to talk about LeBron James and his climb up the all-time leading score record or whatever the hell you want to call it. He's getting ready to jump Kareem. I'll give you the exact numbers momentarily. I gave you an update on the NBA All-Star Reserves. There's no Trey Young, no Harden, no De'Aaron Fox. Hard knock life. We talked about Nick Sirianni. This man ain't getting no respect. You got to give him some type of respect for going to the Super Bowl. You don't got to be Vince Lombardi, but cut him a break. And then, you know, we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers. He had a, a brief statement about where he won't be playing football. And then I want to talk to you about officiating in sports. It's, um, it's sad, but what else is new? People complain about officiating. It's just over the past week, we've seen LeBron James lose his mind. We have seen the Bengals lose their minds. Uh, we, we just, we got people upset at refs all over the place. And so I want to spend some time talking about that as well. Before I do that, here's the LeBron James update. Tonight in Indianapolis, the Lakers beat the Pacers 112 to 111. The score should be higher than that, but Patrick Beverly, uh, he missed two free throws at the end of the game. I wonder if he's been cut yet. Not yet. And LeBron James, he scored 26 points tonight in the victory. He is now 63 points away from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And so LeBron James, he spoke to the media after the game, and he said, hey, I'm getting closer. This is what the win means. It's one of the greatest records um, in sports in general. I think it's up there with the home run record um, you know, in baseball. Um, it's just one of those records that um, you just don't ever see or think that will be broken. You know, and then you you end up seeing guys. You know, you, you had Hank Aaron that had it for so long, and you you see the guys, the likes of like Sammy and Mark McGuire, and those guys, you know, start climbing, and it was like, oh man, this thing can really, this thing can really happen. You know, and you start really watching it and paying attention to it, and you seeing Sammy and Mark McGuire go to the uh, go up the bat, and you like they got a chance to knock it out every single time. You know, and it was a, it was a fun. For me, as a, as a sports person, 
it was fun watching those guys just go up the bat and, and chase it. So, um, I mean, I grew up being a historian of all sports and understanding, <clears throat> you know, that I didn't, I don't have the number like planted in my head, the, the actual real number. I know it's 38 something, but I know it's been Kareem in my whole life. Um, so, um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. This LeBron James like baseball. <laughs> he starts talking about oh, it's like the home run record. Yeah, when uh, yeah, Hank Aaron and then uh, yeah, Sammy Sosa. He didn't even mention the name Barry Bonds. You know, we're mixing up the the single season home run record and the all time home run leader, who's Barry Bonds. And uh, Barry Bonds had a little bit of help getting there, just a little bit. But anyway. LeBron James will be in action, maybe, possibly, I assume he will, on Saturday against the Pelicans, maybe. And then on Tuesday, the Lakers will be back at home as they host Oklahoma City. And then next week, Thursday, they're going to host the Milwaukee Bucks. And so LeBron James has a chance and an opportunity to say, I don't know, here's 20, 20, 20, here's 30 and 30, uh, here's 40 and 20. We have no idea. Uh, I believe he's going to break this record at home. This man is not scoring 63 points in New Orleans. That ain't that ain't happening. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, before we went to break, I was having a conversation with a gentleman by the name of Ron. Ron is calling from right here with me in Atlanta, Georgia, and he was telling me about comments that he made about the possibility of Lamar Jackson to the Falcons not only this year, or excuse me, last year, but this year as well. And so I guess he called to tell me that, well, what do I think? And, and you're wrong, and you call me crazy. And he's saying things that I know that I would never say. So once again, and now that we're not up against the break, let's see if Ron can, uh, can talk. Hey, Ron, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? How you going to do me like that, J.R.? <laughs> you gonna, I'm just. You gonna I'm lead, telling the truth. You gonna lead it in like that, like uh, no. I'm just saying, like I, I remember you calling me crazy and telling me that like there's no way that the Baltimore Ravens would ever let that happen. And here yes. we are, Lamar with no contract, and every pundit, every media outlet is saying that it's between the Jets and the Falcons to pick up Lamar because he has no contract. They haven't even franchise tagged him. They haven't done anything. There's no agreement Well, there's no, whoa, whoa, let's slow down. It's not the time to do that. And as I told you, as I told you last year, and this is, this is where things change from, from year to year. The only mm-hmm. thing I'll disagree with you on is you telling me that I said never. That I would have never said. If you would have asked me about Lamar last year, and I've repeated this enough because it's not just having the conversation with you. Lamar Jackson is obviously one of the most popular guys in the NFL. He's one of the most talked about. His contract situation has been a topic of conversation for quite some time. And so it's not a conversation exclusive to you. The Ravens have built their entire roster around him. They sat around a couple of weeks ago at the conclusion of the season and said, we don't want him to go. And I can bet you and anybody else 
they don't want him to go. The difference between last year and this year is what you just said. He's now a free agent. Now, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that he's going to leave. That doesn't mean that the Ravens don't want him because they haven't tagged him as of yet. They're going to have no choice but to attempt to tag him. And then if it gets ugly, and this is where things are right now, it's in his hands what he wants it to look like. We can all pontificate and go back and forth for the teams that would potentially trade for him. You had mentioned oh. listening to radio shows, okay? I don't care if you're you're listening uh, to all of my friends. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't say listening. Oh, but I, you know, I well, hold posed, on. I po- I posed the same question to other radio shows, and well, now that, well, well, hold on. Those, those same Doesn't, those same well, radio shows. Those same hold radio on. Shows Stop, are, Ron. Okay, I'm listening. Go ahead. You splitting hairs. If you're calling a radio show, you just you just call and post questions. You don't listen to them. No, I because the thing is, guess what? Oh. After me and you spoke that night, I didn't say anything else about it. Then all of a sudden, I started hearing other radio shows saying the same thing that I was, as you stated, pontificating to you. Okay, and now. It's a strong possibility. It's a it's a strong possibility. It's not a oh it'll never happen. Now yeah, because, a strong possibility. Yeah, that yeah, Atlanta, because we've gone through look, another look season. At, look, yes. Look at look at what look at what Arthur Blank did to try to get the quarterback that's sitting in, in Cleveland right now. Look at look at the the lengths that he well, went. Well, slow through. down, Ron. What are we? Okay, so let me. Now that we've now gone you're through talking the, about Lamar Jackson, that has well, no stop, Ron. No issues, Ron. Get him here. Stop, Ron. Damn. I feel like Ron is the preacher at church. He's like, hey, I'm gonna be here for only ten minutes, and he's here with you for two hours. Come back, Ron. Let's get to the point here. Okay. Thank you. Don't say nothing. All right. I'm listening. No, you're not. We understand. This is a new year. I think you understand that. We're in a new circumstance. What is your point right now? What is your point? Not what I say. Not what you hear on the radio. Not what you ask anybody on 105.7 in Baltimore. Not what you ask anybody with John or my man Hugh Douglas. What are you saying? I'm saying Atlanta go ahead and do what they did for Deshaun Watson. That effort that they put in to get Deshaun Watson, go ahead and do that for Lamar Jackson. Okay. Thank you, Ron. take Take your draft picks. Take your draft picks yes. and show up your defense. Yes. The offensive line, the offensive line is gelling. They're okay. starting to gel. Thank God for Lindstrom. Okay. Yes. It, it, okay. Yes. Well, thank yes. you, Ron. Is there anything else? You didn't. All I'm saying is, I heard what you said. Is there anything else? L, L, LJ to Atlanta. Okay. And I said this to you last year. You called oh me, my God. You called me crazy. You called me crazy, man. Wait, wait, Ron. What I don't want to do is call you slow or stupid. What took place I last crazy. year I, I, happened. Hold on. Call. Stop. 
What happened last year happened last year. And if you brought what you just said up to me in regards to last year, I would have said, yes, you are crazy. And I would still say you're crazy if you believe that the Ravens would let him go. The difference is he is a free agent now. And if he wants to, quote unquote, play the bad guy and force his hand on the way out the door, he can. Let's not be overly selective here. Does, does that make your, sense to you? Like if he is you were talking that whole time? That is terrible. He had no idea that he was on hold that whole time. And he was just talking to himself. It's awful. To his, the, to oh, my God. Hey, Shep, what is he What is he doing over there? Ron, Ron's not batting a 1,000, though. We'll put it that way. Do you think he's – does he understand that you and I are not having a conversation? Yeah, I think I think Ron, he hasn't called in a year. Um, that's how he prefaced his call to me. I, I just think that he's he's too busy splitting hairs and not not he's not a no disrespect Ron Jr is trying to get you to think big picture about Lamar Jackson and then get to your point not about what someone else said because that's that's irrelevant to Jr us. you said that Lamar Jackson will never go to Atlanta and I he, called you yeah. a year ago you called me crazy right and Ron the take the big takeaway is and Jr is one hundred percent right about this you in in, in this industry. You never want to find yourself saying the word never because this is an industry of the inevitable change. sometimes not happening. Yeah. yeah, things change. I'd be a complete dumbass. Hey, man, I've been talking about sports for almost 15 years, man. I ain't, I ain't never said never about nothing. I wonder if he's still talking. He's slowed down now. Hey, Shep, now we're both going to get yelled at. Prepare yourself. No, no. Ron, Ron's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a lover, not a fighter. No, here he is. Like for real, I care about everybody, man. Like what? my thing is, like I I can see. Shop. Yes, sir. Well, he was he had a he had a little softer tone that time. He wasn't coming but on. He, was he wasn't talking, swimming hard down I, the stream that I that said time. He, he didn't. I said nobody could hear him. Right, but I don't think Ron. Listen, Ron hasn't been on in a year. He's not. He's not mincing words here. He's not going to okay. waste a second okay. of airtime. Let's do this. Yeah. Me and you don't say nothing. Okay. Here's Ron. Okay. Hey, silence is not good for the radio, Ron. I'm I'm trying to figure out what. Okay, so here's the thing: Lamar Jackson to Atlanta is going to happen. Okay. I believe that okay. Arthur Blank is going to do what he has to do All right. to get Lamar here because he did what he had to do to try to get try yeah. to get to Deshaun Watson here. Okay, yeah. the yeah. man has the money. I to get do it, it, Ron. I understand. And, and that's all I'm, that's all I'm okay. saying. All right. I and agree with you. I mean, if he was going to pay for the pervert, then why not pay for the guy who's not one? Okay, exactly. I get it. Who has, who has no blemishes on his record. Right. Well, thank None. you, Ron. I agree. I'll talk to you in, right. in a year. A year, right? A year? Hey, Ron, 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 don't wait. Don't run. You, you, you bring some good insight to the table. You just Sometimes you don't listen to pro- appropriately, but don't wait a year next time, man. Call back, call back sooner, okay? All right. I'll do my best. All right, thank you, Ron. Uh-oh, he had more to say. <laughs> well, that took us, I don't know, 20 minutes, 25 minutes? You know, it's funny, JR. Lamar Jackson, you you ain't kidding, man. He might be the most dissected NFL player on your show. And God knows you, your fans spend enough time talking about Tom oh Brady, God. Aaron Rodgers, but they love themselves in Lamar Jackson I, discussion. I, 
I, yeah, I think yeah. I talk about uh, if I say Lamar's name, it's right. like it's like saying, remember they said Mufasa's name in The Lion King, sure. and you say Mufasa, everybody starts shaking. It's like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Lamar Jackson. Who's Scar on on the show? Is there a Scar? Scar. It's not Ron. Ba- Who? No, is there a, a scar on the show? Because no, because when you think of Mufasa, you think of the antithesis. You think of the rival. You think of the foe. You think of Scar. Are you applying Lion King characters to the callers? Yeah, in sports, there's a good guy and a bad guy. Oh, oh, in sports, not the callers, but right? To, to sports, right? Scar. Is there a scar? Yeah, that everyone hates. Or maybe Grayson Allen. Maybe that's Scar. No, nah, nobody cares enough about him. Fair enough. Scar is a main character. He's the main antagonist. Yeah. Grayson Allen would be, he'd be a background character somewhere. You know, you know the voice of the original Simba is um, the guy who played Ferris Bueller? I thought it was Macaulay Culkin. I don't know. Well, he was, in, he was obviously in Home Alone. Uh, and he was in The Page Master and Richie Rich, but he was not the voice of uh, The Lion King. That was at the, actually Matthew Broderick. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Now that, yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't think too much about that. That's fair. It's been a long time since I've seen The Lion King. Or any of its, uh, how many sequels have they made of that movie? Uh, the answer's too many. But The Lion King is considered to be, to this day, and apologies to Snow White, Cinderella, the greatest. The gr- Disney? Yeah, it's the greatest Disney movie ever made. The Lion King. The, the Lion King is yeah. the greatest Disney movie ever made? Bigger than Mary Poppins, bigger than Fantasia, Are Snow you talking White. about you talking about revenue-wise or just? Uh, no, I'm talking about in terms of, like, um, approval. You know, if you look at, like, Rotten wow. Tomatoes, if you look at IMDb, wow. there's been no more well-received movie in the history of Disney than The Lion King. The original. I'm not a—listen, I, I, I didn't write the Disney uh, biography here, but— uh, <laughs> Well, uh, thank God, because he had some thoughts, and they weren't all positive. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, I, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Wow. I'm going to think about that one. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We've gone from Lamar Jackson to the Lion King. Yeah, we cover all the bases here. We're going to talk about poor officiating as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, how you doing, man? I'm a big fan. I like what you do, man. I, I enjoy your show. You be on point, brother. You doing the thing, man. Just wanted to commend you about that. Hey John, I love your show, man. I really appreciate what you're doing. You like the uh, Webster of sports. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. The dictionary. I'm fine with that. I'll be. I'll be that. I hope. I know a whole lot of nothing about nothing, but here I am. Anyway, someone who I believe to be in the same category is playing golf at an AT&T Pro-Am right now, out at Pebble Beach, and his name is Aaron Rodgers. He also happens to be hanging out with someone who uh, he was apart from for a year, and that man's name is Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams has made it very clear that he is. Uh, He's expecting and wanting to play with Aaron Rodgers again next season in Las Vegas because we know Derek Carr, he's on his way. Well, he's not on his way out the door. 
It's just a matter of where he plays next and if he gets cut by the Raiders, if he is to be traded by some a loser-ass team that believes that Derek Carr is worth an investment. I don't think he is. But then Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's been doing a whole lot of talking like he knows. He ain't long to be here in, in Green Bay. And that time is probably running out today. The CBS Sports Network, he was out there at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, as I was telling you. It's real loose. It's light. Celebrities out there just playing golf. And Aaron Rodgers was asked, right before he was getting ready to tee off, he was asked about his future. And after the question, he gave a simple response. Listen to this. Aaron. Hi, Cole. You got any news you want to share with us? <laughs> Not going to San Fran. Oh, that was, that was cute. We don't know where he's going. I mean, he's so open. He talks about everything so much. It's, it seems like a foregone conclusion he ain't staying in Green Bay. Highly unlikely the way he's joking. I mean, he was on Pat McAfee earlier this week, and he said he hasn't spoken to anybody with the Packers since the season ended about his future. And he says, I know they're worrying about it internally. Sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. Um... You know, honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. So uh, I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then uh, you guys and Packers, not in that order, but and everybody else will, uh, will know at some point. At some point. Shep, who tells us first? Does, does Aaron Rodgers tell us? Does Shep, like, like how do we find out? How do we find out? Uh, when, when Aaron Rodgers finally decides what the hell he wants to do, who tells us? It's probably going to be a Schefter or Rappaport uh, tweet, tweet, yeah. And then he'll get on, like, the podcast with McAfee and tell everybody that they don't know what they're doing, right? <laughs> Pretty much. And he, now he's the smartest guy in the room. This is old news with him, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait for next week's episode of uh, Aaron Rodgers Tells Us uh, Something Interesting. 855-212-4CBS. Dietrich is calling from Cleveland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. How you doing, JR? I like the show. Uh, I just want to say what I want to say, and then I want to hear your comment. But I was at the Cavs game tonight, and, uh, you know, they had a little scrum in the game. Mm-hmm. So after the game, you know, you hear people talking when you're walking back to your car. Uh, people saying, oh, they shouldn't, have, they shouldn't be fighting, and we got kids here, and they should hold their composure. And I'm thinking, like, man. Don't you take your kids to a hockey game and you disappointed if they don't fight. So what they should do, put them in a penalty box or something? I mean, that you can't have it both ways. I don't understand that. Why is it acceptable in one sport but then not in the other? And you take them to, and you let your kids go see a UFC fight, a boxing match. Should we start rating the uh, games, football, baseball, and basketball, E for everyone? And um, oh, okay. the other sport, hockey and uh, boxing, rated R. That's well, let me all ask I got you, to say, I'm man. Gonna, I'm going to respond <laughs> to that. There were really people walking. Are, so are these people folks who were near the action, or were these people like up in the nosebleeds complaining about the fight tonight? I don't know where they were. I was, I was not in the – I wasn't by the action, but I was like close. Okay. But still, I mean, I don't know where they were at, but I'm still, it's like, 
it's stuff like that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, it is. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a response, Dietrich. Thank you so much for, for calling from Cleveland. Yeah, I, I, well, I've been to my share of uh, boxing events and boxing matches. I've also been to my share of UFC events. I'll see more younger people, and when I say young, I mean you know, sub-teenager. I've seen more kids at UFC fights. I haven't really seen kids at boxing matches, and maybe it's just me. But I don't remember seeing kids at boxing. What's the difference between fighting in, in any sport? Okay, and in, in, in hockey, this is what I've heard, and I believe part of it to be true. You can't have the guys. They got, they got weapons out there, right? They got sticks. They can't be out there whooping each other's asses with sticks. They can't do that. And so they let them drop the sticks, and they let them burn off steam, and then they punch each other, and then they get in the penalty box. That, that's my understanding. In basketball, I don't think you want these dudes brawling because there is no there's there's no line of demarcation to stop these dudes from falling into the stands, from having a riot. We have seen the malice at the palace. And okay, one idiot decides to go out there and, and throw a beer at Ron Artest, and then he paid for it, and a bunch of other guys paid for it. A lot of people paid for it. But I think that's one of the key reasons why they do not want anybody fighting on a basketball court. Because more often than not, it can end up directly in the stands. I remember the malice at the Palace. There was a New York Knicks game at Madison Square Garden, I don't know, 10 10 plus years ago, maybe give or take. You had Carmelo Anthony, before he was a Nick, just throwing hands with Marty Collins and Nate Robinson. And they're fighting under the basket into the fans. I don't think anybody wants to see that. People, when it comes down to raising their kids, raise your own damn kids. Like everything that happens outside of your four walls, you should have prepared them for what they're going to see. And they should have a general cursory understanding of what they want to see. Don't let the NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL raise your kids. You do it. 855-212-4CBS. Nuno is calling from in his car. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hello. Yes, Nuno, you're live. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing, man? I, uh, I've been listening to your show a lot, driving late to uh, rehearsals. I'm a musician, but I'm also a big sports fan out here. I'm from Boston originally, but uh, I live out in L.A. now. Um, and I just I wanted to call in. You were talking about you were going to be talking about referees and, and how everybody's always been frustrated. It's like every season there's always some really uh, iconic bad calls that – change you know change sports history whether it's teams that go go to the super bowl or even at the super bowl or regular season and uh uh and by the way i just want to tell you i'm actually performing today i'm performing at the super bowl with rihanna this year the guitar player i'll oh, be good. uh I'll, I'll be there uh that's the rehearsals i've been going to but uh i just wanted to tell you man one of the things i i, I always think about common sense you know i'm a i'm a big a fan of you know celtics bruins patriots I'm from new england originally and I always want, I also watch uh, European football, right? Soccer. I'm Portuguese. I'm an immigrant from Portugal as well. And one of, one of the things that's always impressed me on the refereeing side is the Premier League. And one of the reasons I bring that up in, in, the, in the soccer, uh, when you watch those games, there is not one room for, for error. That nobody, they have referees. They have obviously a referee. They have linesmen. 
and any time, but they have a VAR, which is yeah, not exactly. replay. Yeah. Yeah, but, but they have a, people in the booth, like guys, referees, like actual referees, not replay guys, proper referees in the booth that help because the game is so fast. Like football has become – I feel bad for referees, human referees, because the game, it's not like the 50s, 60s, or 70s where the game was slow. It's become so fast and it's hard for these guys to catch everything. So what they do is – they don't, there's no throwing flags to, to see a replay. You don't lose timeouts. What they do is if the VAR ref sees something that's really that's going to change the outcome of the game, something that's really that, that the refs might have yeah, missed. Yeah, they, they have technology upstairs, and they get it right. They do the same they thing chi- in they chime in. They chime into the yes. earpiece of the ref, and they said, you might want to take a look at this. He goes to the side, and, and 10 times out of 10, they get it right. If it's a handball, if it's a penalty kick, and it's not – the fans love it because there's no excuses. It should have been this. We could have been this. And it's, it's really clever, and it's really done right. And it doesn't slow the game down. It just it actually makes things move faster. And I don't know. So it makes, you're an it makes advocate it, of technology being used here the same in the United States of America? Yeah, I, I, think, I think technology, but run by a human that, that, that I, makes that call upstairs. I don't disagree with you. Uh, I've been saying that for a long time. The NFL oh, has the technology for a lot of things. I mean, if you think about how the NFL measures yardage with, with a stick and a chain. Uh, exactly. Let's, that's, uh, exactly. Let's, let's come to earth here. So we're, we're going to talk about that. But, Nuno, you're playing with Rihanna. They don't got you under an NDA? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling anything about the show or the oh, okay. set list or, or all that. You but can. I just, I, you can. No, we don't no, know who I the hell can. you are. Tell us about the show with Rihanna. No, Tell man, us. listen. No, man, I'm, I'm actually a guitar player. I'm in a band called Extreme out of Boston. We've had hits back, back in the 1900s, back in the day, in the 90s. A song called More Than Words and some other stuff you may have known, maybe not. But uh, I've been, I've been, I've been uh, guitarist for Rihanna for about, you know, six, seven years off and on on her tours. And, uh, nice. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to actually be playing the Super Bowl. I'm a massive, massive football fan, and it's a, it's a great bucket list and an honor to be well, performing in our halftime. I hope she plays that Whips and Chains song, okay, Nuno? (laughs) I like that one. I'll tell it. I'll tell it. Take care and good luck, all right? Thanks, Jeremy. See you, man. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Nuno, uh, the the guitarist who will be playing for Rihanna at the Super Bowl. Yo, that song is, is it SOS? No, that's not SOS. Something, I don't want to be bad, but something, I'm good at it. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but whips and chains excite me. I don't know the name of that song, but I'm going to Google it in the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, I'm going to get to the bad, terrible officiating on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Your show is informative and thought provoking, and I love that about it. I listen every chance I get, man. Keep it up. It's one of the best shows anywhere. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Well, what, what happened? Did, did we end up at Rihanna's? Uh, we at Rihanna's halftime show? Is this what this is? This is SOS, right? This is SOS, Shep, right? You would be correct. This isn't the... What is the Whips and Chains song? Oh, my God. She has a lot of great hits. She doesn't need to make a new record. She doesn't. 
Rihanna's amazing. She don't need to make no new music. Anyway, a big shout-out to, uh, to Nuno uh, for, for calling us. He's going to be playing guitar uh, for Rihanna. And he's an accomplished guitarist himself. This guy, Nuno, what is, what is the song, Shep? No, not this one. No, but this is the Whips and Chains one. That would be correct. So his song is more than words, and it was the wait, number wait, 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 one song on. my brain can't in America handle. at one point. Wait, my brain can't handle two songs at one time. <laughs> what is the name of this Rihanna Whips and Chains song? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Nuno's, and it was ex- it, it was by the no, the one that you just played. Yeah, no, that was the song you were referring to before Nuno's song, yes. Yeah, what's the name of it? The name is The Chains. I just had it. It is... It whips and Chains Excite Me. Come yes. on. Yes, What's What's the name of it? I just had it. I got rid of it. Uh, okay. Okay, it's called S&M. Oh, oh okay, all right. Yeah. Say no more. Okay. Okay, it's called at the name of the song. Okay, it makes plenty of sense. Yep. And so, uh, now tell me about Nuno. So Nuno, and and again, I, I no disrespect to Nuno. I'm not too familiar with his work, and I'm because I didn't. I I listened more to like Nirvana than than um, Nuno. But more than words was the number one song in all of America in the early '90s, and it was by the group, the two man band Extreme. Yo, shout outs to Nuno. Yeah, he was, and you know what? He sounded young on the phone. I didn't realize he's he's nearly sixty. Whoa, you being disrespectful of Nuno? No, I'm saying he sounds he sounds fantastic. I thought he was like our age. Whoa. Take it easy on Nuno. No, I'm not hey, trying to hey, insult Nuno. I'm being Nuno, complimentary. When the well, Nuno's gonna be busy. Oh, matter of fact, I'm gonna be out in Arizona in a few days. Right. Hey, Nuno, I'll see you in Arizona. He was really. Then, oh, sorry. After the Super Bowl, Nuno, uh, come back on and tell us about uh tell us about the show, man. You know, that's really cool. We had obviously we had Jared Payton, who's a big fan of yours, the, the son of the late, the late great. And I don't say that lightly. Walter Payton Walter. calling in a couple of nights ago. Yeah. Um, and then Nuno calling in and, and his his claim to fame, at least in, in terms of just trying to get on the show was, hey, by the way, I'm playing at the Super Bowl halftime performance with Rihanna. If, if I'm Nuno and most people would say this if they're Nuno, he had the number one song in the country. And he, he and he didn't even bring that up. Good for him, man. That's how you know you're good when you don't need to tell people how great you are in your respective industry. Well, that's true. When you got to run around telling everybody that you're the you know what, then you probably uh, you might be, but you probably suck. Probably a piece of trash human. Giants uh, could learn a lot from Nuno, by the way. Uh, New York Giants. Some guys ain't accomplished a damn thing. Uh, speaking of accomplishments, and somebody who's good, Giannis Antetokounmpo just scored fifty-four points. Like it's nothing because he's Giannis Antetokounmpo and he's good and he's a pretty nice guy himself. What was the final score here? Why, why stupid uh, stupid music keeps popping up? <laughs> 106, 105? Yeah, we're talking about Rihanna and all of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now, it's, it's funny. They fouled him at the end and they didn't give him the foul shots because there was 0.2 seconds left on the clock. He would have potentially had his career high. Giannis ain't hitting no free throws, no way. Well, Giannis finished with 54 points, 19 rebounds. Well, tonight he was good. 10 of 15 from the free throw line. That's good for him. He was 2 of 8 from downtown. Giannis, surprisingly, didn't have a block. And the next highest scorer was Chris Middleton off the bench with 16 points. Oh, my God. Kawhi Leonard played basketball. Had a bad game. 17 points, 7 of 26 shooting. Ouch. 
Paul George, 16 points, 6 of 16. Ouch. Giannis just doing what he wants, 54 points. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Mike is calling from Maryland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. I thought Kareem's record uh, would hold up. Uh, One thing about LeBron that he has over Mike, conditioning. And he's a much better player in his later years. And uh, he played less games than uh, Kareem, and he's going to break this record. An amazing thing. Absolutely. You know? Well, what, day, what day do you think he does it? Is it going to take uh, – well, is it going to take him three games, or is he going to do this in two? What does he have left? He has three games. He now, has how many points six, to go? 63 points. I'd say, I'd say three games. Okay. You know? Now, we know he can do it in two, but I think – Yeah, he's six, playing team ball. Yeah. You no, know, but if he and, uh, wants to, oh. he's been he's been playing team ball, and he's been like tonight. Anthony Davis had thirty one points. If if LeBron wanted to, he could be like, I get you forty tonight if he wants to. Right. We'll see. And, and Jr. Yes. Some of the toughest guys and forces that I saw in my lifetime. One was Maurice Lucas. He played with Walton in Portland and mm-hmm. Val McGuire at Marquette, and the other one was Wilt. Both of those guys had, they were powerful men. I, I will, he could handle Gus Johnson. They, those two guys, and uh, Maurice Lucas handled uh, Artis Gilmore and Daryl Dawkins. Are you bringing up enforcers because we need somebody punched in the mouth today? No, you were talking about that, you know, that stuff earlier. All oh, these yeah. guys, and you know, sometimes these guys talk about Kermit Washington, but then I think of Maurice Lucas, who, if it came his way, he he was a tough guy, and so was Wolf. They they didn't go do any crazy stuff. They were just there when needed. Well, we don't have we don't have any enforcers in the NBA right now. There's zero. These guys get to pushing and shoving and hugging to the floor. Yeah. Sucks. I wish they would fight, though. Hey, Mike, thank you for calling from Maryland. Hi, Joe. Appreciate you. Yeah, man, ain't nobody. They, they don't want to be fined. They don't want to lose money. And these, they don't. That's that's pretty much it. Like, there are some NBA players who they are not afraid to throw hands, but most of them, they, they're not. They don't want no problems. Greg is calling from Alabama. Hey, good evening, fellas. To you as well. Hey, I was going to give you a little bit of background about Extreme because Nuno being on, and, uh, yeah, he's been playing with Rihanna for, uh, for a while. But they had they were a heavy metal rock band, and more than words was the hit that, you know, made them a lot of money that got everybody sick of them. But Gary Sharon was the guy who replaced Sammy Hagar for Van Halen 3, who was the lead singer of Extreme. But it wasn't a two-man band. It was just them on the video for more than words. They have one of the best drummers in the world, or they did, play for them as well. They were a lot heavier than uh, more than words showed. So if you, you can go pick a couple of tunes to take 
music out if you wanted to and listen to some actual rock that they did besides cheese that they did. But yeah, he's a great guitar player. Oh, thank you, Greg. So what are you telling me to do? What am I looking for? Uh, well, they, they, they did produce some cheesy songs, but some of their Whoa. songs that, that show their, their musicianship, the drummer plays for a band now called Dream Theater, who is kind of like the modern rush, so they play progressive rock and have for 20 years. He replaced another great drummer. And then uh, Gary Sharon has been playing um, kind of off and on with a bunch of other people um, for Extreme as well. But Nuno's been a studio guitar player for the stars, like Rihanna, but he's been playing with Rihanna for years now. Well, thank he, you. Thank you, Greg. So, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to Nuno. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. Okay. He, he can play. Y'all have a good one. Thanks, guys. Great show. Thank you, Greg, from Alabama, my next-door neighbor. And Nuno, people, I know Nuno's probably still listening. Nuno, people love you, man. They love you. I'm going to see Nuno. I'll see Nuno in Phoenix. I will. Sam is here from San Jose. Go ahead, Sam, quickly. Sam in San Jose. What's going on, JR? I'm good, man. Quickly, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, man, for all the uh, Teddy Pentagrass haters, I'm here for you. All right, Shep, do your research. Um, I wanted to ask you on uh, Derek Carr, man, where do you see this guy – where do you see this guy throwing some balls at next season? I don't know, for a losing team. Oh, man, don't say the Atlanta Hawks now. The oh Atlanta Hawks. Nobody, yeah, no, 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 it. he ain't coming here. Nobody wants oh. him. Look, the, the Raiders got until February 15th to figure out what to do with Derek Carr. And oh. they, they can either cut him, they can trade him, they can agree to trade him, but they technically can't trade him until the 15th. Uh, Derek Carr's situation is, is very complicated. I'll tell you this much. He's good as a quarterback. He's decent, but he ain't good enough to help anybody win. And so any place that Derek Carr goes, I'm not expecting anything different than what we saw. And, yeah, he played for the Raiders, which was pretty bad, pretty terrible. It's like every other year there's a new system, a new coach, a new offensive scheme. But he's, he's, he's inconsistent all by himself. If you want Derek Carr to be the quarterback for your team – be prepared to run on a treadmill to absolutely nowhere. We're going to talk about officiating and all these damn players complaining. You'll hear some of them on the other side of the break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.